CBS Friday. TV's hottest show is Fire Country. I'm not a hero. I'm in orange for a reason. They're taking 12 months off your sentence. You're free. Lady. With a special epic season finale. Now that I'm out, I need something to get me up in the morning. You are a firefighter. Used to be. That will be unforgettable. In the name of your life's happiness, go get your girl. She's getting married tomorrow. Says, when do you let anything get in the way of what you want? The Fire Country season finale, Friday, 9, 8 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Welcome into the Gigum 24-7 Sports Podcast. I am Andrew Hattersley, joined by Brian Peroni. A happy new year to everybody. This is our first podcast of 2023. Um, it was a busy weekend for Texas A&M, actually, both with some big news of a, of a player returning and a new addition out of the transfer portal. We'll get into all that. Brian, happy new year. How's, how's everything been? Oh, it's uh, everything's going well. I mean, this is our first podcast, I think, since uh, the early signing period as well so um you know so should be a little fun one with some good news you know and i'm signing all the guys you know all this all the all the people that are committed signed you know they didn't lose anybody and you know picked up a couple uh couple additions in the days leading up to it and and on that day so yeah man we got a uh, good news for aggie football and like you said a couple transfers coming in too yeah um you mentioned david hicks and and javen thomas those were really probably the two we were watching the closest with Oklahoma and Oregon coming after David Hickson, as we've talked about, and and he kind of talked about at the all American game, Elijah Robinson, that presence that he had and the relationship those two had really made the difference down the stretch. And, and he mentioned, you know, he had all the faith in the world and the coaching staff that, that they were going to be able to get this right because of that relationship he has with Elijah Robinson and, you know, TCU made a run at, at Javon Thomas. That one was certainly probably back yeah. and forth the last 48 hours before the early signing period. But A&M adds him and then adds Tony Grimes um, a little after the early signing period as well, um, North Carolina transfer. And then we get to this weekend and they add another uh, former national top 50 prospect to the fold and Sam McCall out of Florida State. Um, what'd you make of that addition? It would, you know, he, he maintained a, a pretty low profile since being in the portal since early December, yeah. but um, a big deal for, for A&M to be able to add a guy like him. I think it, it adds another body to that defensive back room, gives some experience, hasn't played, obviously didn't he played in a couple games last year, but you know, just a guy that's now been on campus for a year, been in a weight room for a year and um, you know, continues to kind of rebuild that, that cornerback room. Yeah, so, you know, Tony Grimes is, you know what you're getting with him. You know, he is a former five-star mm-hmm. prospect, but he's now had three years uh, on the field at North Carolina. So you see what you're getting with him. And they know McCall is more of a wild card because, you know, like you said, he was a member of the 2022 class, top 50 kid, but didn't do a ton this year as a freshman. He moved between cornerback and safety and then likes him as a corner. But, you know, if he can live up to the, you know, the ranking that, that he had coming out of high school, you know, top 50 kid, he was right there for a reason, you know, with the athleticism and his size. So, uh, so yeah, I, I could see why A&M, uh, you know, liked him and went after him because, you know, basically it's a 22, you know, it's basically a high school, uh, high school commit, you know, you're just, yeah. uh, you know, they're, they're really judging based on his high school film and things like that. And they really liked him. And, uh, you know, he played against uh, Gabe Dendy in high school. They were at rival high school. So, you know, got some familiarity with at least uh, one guy on the roster. 
and you know, you had said he, he kept a bit of a low profile. I think the the portal is a lot like that. You know, these kids in the portal mm-hmm. aren't looking for all the attention. Like, that. well, I mean, some of them are. Like uh, Travis Hunter got himself some some either Instagram or YouTube followers or whatever it was. So, you know, but uh, most of these transfers just like, you know, I've done the recruiting process. Now I'm just looking to find a place, you know, a lot of them put out top lists and and offers of things, but McCall didn't even do that. You know, just sort of guessing at at who was after him. And, you know, I believe, uh, you know, TJ rushing was uh, one of the guys really involved there. And then James Colder, who recruits Florida and, you know, just did a good job of keeping A&M off the radar of other schools, you know, and, and wasn't the, the school others were recruiting against for him. So, yeah, did a really good job. We're, Tony Grimes has a year. He technically would have two years, but, you know, he, he just yeah. wants to play a year and then possibly go pro, whereas McCall has, uh, you know, two or three years uh, ahead that, that he's going to play at A&M. So, you know, he's more of a long-term, uh, long-term prospect. No doubt. And when you, when you couple him with Braven Rogers and Javon Thomas now and Bobby Taylor as well, that kind of gives you a – a solid group to, to move into the future with, with, with Tony Grimes and Tyreek Chappell. I'd still like to see them possibly add one more body to that room, just in terms of, yeah. of depth. We saw how injuries kind of hit that, that room hard this past year. I think one more addition um, puts that group in, in a nice spot. And yeah, you mentioned, I think it's spot on with these transfers. It's, it's tough sometimes because they've been through the recruiting process once they've done all the interviews, they've done all the camps and all that sort of stuff. This time around, they're, they're just looking to kind of work with their camp, find a spot or two that, that intrigues them, get on a visit and, and go and find a new spot. And, you know, and you look at, you look at the rest of the transfer portal and what A&M needs to get done. Linebacker to me is, is still a big need and, yeah. uh, you know, missing out on Mason Cobb was, was a pretty big blow. USC, managed to get him on campus after A&M and, and land his commitment. And, you know, there's still a ton of options out there. But but for me, linebacker and wide receiver are probably the two biggest needs remaining, and 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 they need bodies at both those positions. Oh, no, for sure. I mean, A&M has offered more receivers than they have, uh, you know, guys in any other position. So, yeah, that's that's definitely a need. I mean, it helped to get, you know, the, the Micah T's added in the class. Yeah. Right before signing day, and I, I could see them still, you know, going after. You know, they got Jake One Smith coming in town, and Raymond Contreras unsigned. So you know, you never know if they're, you know, trying to get the Georgia, the Georgia commit in town again. But they really need a guy that can uh, that can come in and play immediately. Joshua Cobbs from Wyoming. Yeah, he's one that we haven't really talked about, but is one of the first guys A and M offered. He's from San Antonio. He had a huge weekend. I mean, he added like ten more offers, you know, as schools are, are really looking to see who's still available. So uh could be tough, uh, you know, going to be tough competition with him, but he's a guy to watch. I think he's the uh, the only or one of, one of the only two uh, wide receiver uh, offers that Adam had uh, has put out that is not committed yet. Hold on, I'm looking at the list. Yeah, it look, oh, Grant DeBose from Charlotte, too, who's just got a year yeah. of eligibility. But Cobbs has two years, and yeah. Oh, and Isaac yeah. – Tesla, Tesla. I don't Tesla. know how to say his name, but I think it's Tesla. Yeah, but when, Tesla. When you, and when you look at these guys, I think one of the the common threads is they're looking clearly for kind of and and with the JUCO offer as well, looking looking for it looks like kind of a big bodied receiver to go yeah. with Evan yeah. Stewart and, and Moose Muhammad. It it seems like that's really the position that they've been targeting with with the guys that that they've offered. I feel like they're you mentioned. 
with uh, Micah Tease in the fold, I think he he probably fits best as as a slot receiver. Although he mentioned, you know, A and M had had mentioned using him in a couple different spots, but I think slots probably the best spot for him. That position kind of seems to be in in a good spot now with with plenty of depth there. But really looking for that big receiver to go along with Noah Thomas and 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 have and and add to that part of the room. I think they've targeted that as as the area that they can they can improve and. You mentioned there's still a ton of guys out there, and and that's what makes it interesting. It was way, you know, how hard will they push for Jaquan Smith down the stretch, and, and with having Micah Tees in the in the fold, I I think is yeah. is one of the big question mark. Um, and then you know, sw- switching gears to the to the other uh, the other big news from the week in the return of Damani Richardson, I think is 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 big big news as well. Um, announced that on on Sunday and. You know, for me, it, it goes back to what we talked about with McKinley Jackson and Edron Cooper. You know, Damani Richardson's played a lot of football now, and he's been, he's, been in the, mm-hmm. he's been in this program a while. Gives you a veteran voice at all three levels of the defense now, and, and a guy who's really been through it. He's been through the highs and the lows. Um, and, you know, is, is just we, – we talked so much about youth last year and how many, how many young players were playing – in the secondary and all over the defense to have a veteran voice like that and, and to be able to hold guys accountable, I think is, I think it's a huge deal for A&M and, and honestly probably a smart, smart move for him as well to, to put another strong year on the, on the field and, and see if that can improve his draft stock. No, for sure. I mean, uh, you know, Damani has, you know, I, th- I think, yeah, I think his draft, it, it's probably the NFL knows what it's, what, yeah. it, what he is. I mean, he's had four years as a starter um, you know, you're not, not going to show much else, but he can definitely help this team. I mean, he had two huge plays, one against Arkansas, one against LSU this year. And I mean, just that. And then the leadership, you know, looking at the, uh, you know, looking at the scholarship distribution, you know, Bryce Anderson is a freshman, but he's going to, you know, he's he's the nickel. He's taken over for Antonio Johnson. Yeah. So then you say, you know, who who is there in safety? Jordan Gilbert, Jared Kerr, and Jacoby Matthews. Well, I mean, Jordan Gilbert has a little bit of experience, but those other guys, not really. So, you need yeah. one of those senior veteran leaders. So it's it's big. And the team as a whole. I mean, we saw this year what, what could happen with the locker room if there weren't, you know, wasn't some veteran leadership. So you got him and you know, I think there's a good chance you end up seeing Anaya Smith come back. So, you know, if you can get him and Anaya Smith to come back for their uh, you know, super senior years, I think that's big in terms of production and just, you know, a calming presence in that locker room. No doubt. And and you mentioned to be able to be able to have Jordan Gilbert and Damani Richardson and Jacoby Matthews. It just kind of shores up that aspect of the defense. Obviously, you know, you have Tyreek Chappelle coming back as well to anchor one side of the defense. We talked about Tony Grimes and, and Sam McCall. You start to feel better about the way the secondary starting to look. There's still some time to go and, and some young players coming in. Javon Thomas, Braven Rogers. We talked about Dalton Brooks, whether how he factors into the, the secondary room as well. You start to feel better about that the way that room comes together as, as well. No, for sure. For sure. I mean, it's, you know, it's not going to have as many bodies as, as there were this year, you know, the, the safeties and the cornerbacks, you know, with, with all the guys they lost, but, you know, you do have what was looking like it was going to be very, very, very thin, you know, only a couple yeah. of weeks ago, you know, it looks at, you know, it looks a little better now. And yeah, especially with those, the incoming guys as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's in, in good shape and, especially the, with those two transfers at cornerback. I mean, it's really just reloading and getting the depth, if nothing else. But, 
you know, Tony Grimes is expected to come in and, you know, vie for a starting job and, and probably, probably start, probably take Jalen Jones job. So, um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's, you know, things, things look less dire now than they did, you know, when everybody started jumping in the portal and there were 20 plus players, you know, and Emma's, has done a good job of replacing some of those guys. Linebackers, a different story. They need, they, I mean, it was big getting, you know, keeping Andrew and Cooper out of the portal. Um, I mean, that's, I, that's, that sounds silly, but that's, that's a, a big win. Yeah. win. It's a huge win to keep your, keep your guy. I mean, he had said, he had said, you know, I'm entering. He put on what Snapchat, I'm entering. LSU <laughs> yeah. thought he was entering. I mean, he was, you know, all but gone to LSU and, and, uh, you know, they kept him around. So yeah, that, that's a huge win to keep him on the roster. So. Um, you know, chalk that up to one, you know, in the offseason, a recruiting victory that people won't be talking about. You know, we've talked about it before, but it's as much about recruiting your own guys to stay on the roster as it is um, getting guys out of the portal and a and being able to do that, you know, keeping guys in the fold like an Evan Stewart, like a Moose Muhammad um, and, and Andrew Cooper. You keep some of those guys and 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 you start to – to feel good about some of the guys you have returning, at least from a, a starting standpoint, I still think they need more depth across the room. And, you know, there's not with, with the majority with all, all the class signed, except for Samu time Manepepe, who's, who's going to um, have a ceremony later this month. Um, Kate he's, Jones. He's, he, he's, he's signed too. If, if anybody's watching this, that's the secret. Yeah, secret. Yeah. He's signed too, <laughs> but he's asking yeah. yeah. him to hold off until, yeah. his, uh, until his birthday uh, later this month, yeah. which is, January 23rd, First, I believe. Yeah, 21st. 21st. Yes, I know. Sorry, I knew it was one day off of my brother's which was 22nd. So, yeah, January 21st. Yeah, and so, you know, got him in the fold. And and the one of the big decisions remaining is um, is that of Caden Jones, who will announce this weekend, January mm-hmm. 7th, at the All-American Bowl. I will be down there this week in San Antonio. So um, we'll certainly catch up with him and, and see where things stand. But you know, AM was able to get him on campus right before yeah. the early signing period for an official visit. And we've talked about this, um, that Florida had the lead probably through, throughout the fall, but, you know, you had a chance to speak with him. And AM gained a lot of ground um, on that visit right before the visit weekend. And, and, you know, it's kind of a real close race heading into the final week, as it has been with him throughout. Yeah, he. I mean, he was definitely Florida heading into that visit. And, you know, you saw that with the crystal balls coming in. They came in for a reason, but Florida's now worried. And I, you know, I would lean towards it being A&M. Obviously we'll have more of a, more of an idea from talking to him down, you know, from you talking to him in the network, talking to him down at the All-American Bowl. But, uh, you know, I would probably give A&M the edge right now um, because that visit went so well. And, you know, his mom's an Aggie, his uncle played for A&M. So that helps. And I really think he just liked hanging out with the, uh, with the signees and also just getting to know the, the players on the team. He really, you know, had a lot to say about that. So, uh, A&M did a great job. And that's what we always talk about, the importance of getting the last visit. And that's, that just showed it. Got the last voice, got the got the last message. And, um, you know, he will sign in February, even though he – a lot of kids sometimes will will sign in December and ask their school to hold it until January. He is waiting until February to sign. And so, you know, if they were able to get him, it, it I think it would really round out this class pretty nicely with Chase Basantis, TJ Shanahan, mm-hmm. Colton Thomas, Indiquil, Beatrand, and – and Caden Jones gives you three tackle bodies that, that you can kind of roll with, and then two kind of nasty maulers in the interior. I think you're, you're that's a that's a pretty solid offensive line class, and, yeah. and especially adding at a at a position that needs. So, going to be fascinating to watch what the, what happens there, and and we will certainly be back to. 
to break it all down. As always, if you like these videos, be sure to share and subscribe on the Gigam 24-7 Sports YouTube channel. If you follow us along on Spotify or iTunes, be sure to give us a five-star review as, there as well. And to everyone, have a, have a great start to the new year, and, and, and we'll certainly be back next week to, to break everything down and, and get you ready for the rest of the month of January. Okay.